The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew from the second chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The Gospel reading this morning is from St. Matthew, chapter 2, verses 13 through 23, and can be found in your pew Bible on page 1498. Matthew 2, 13 through 23. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child in order to kill him. So he got up, and he took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under. In accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel. For those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, he took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets that he would be called a Nazarene. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Well, I need to start with Merry Christmas. I'm sure that Most of you have read the story, a timeless classic, 
titled, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And if you haven't read the story, perhaps you've seen the movie. If so, you will remember how everyone in Whoville loved Christmas. Everyone that is except the Grinch. The Grinch hated Christmas and and he made up a plan to spoil the joy of Christmas for all of Whoville. And his plan required him to dress up as Santa Claus and go into Whoville and steal all of their Christmas presents, all of their Christmas trees, and even the food that they had prepared for Christmas dinner. What a terrible thing to do. You know why the Grinch hated Christmas so much? Do you remember that part of the story? Come on, we got some young guys there. You guys know. Come on, you read the books. I know I've read that thing about a hundred times to, between my three boys. Well, according to the story, it was because his heart was too small. You've heard that. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, right? He was so selfish that he hated to see anyone, anyone else, who was happy and enjoying themselves. But as you know, the Grinch's plan did not work. And we wonder, or I wonder out loud, leading you along, why didn't his plan work? The reason his plan didn't work was because the people of Whoville knew that the real joy of Christmas does not come from presents, doesn't come from decorations, it doesn't come from food. No, it, it comes from a heart, a heart that is filled with love. And you know the story of how the Grinch... <clears throat> Stole Christmas is, is not a true story. Bob, I see you here with some young guys, and I wonder if they're wondering, how's this guy going to pull this off? I am too. <laughs> but this morning, this morning we read of a, and we have read, a true story of another Grinch, air quotes, Grinch, who tried to steal Christmas. In fact, he tried to steal the very first Christmas. This Grinch, his name was Herod. And we read that, and then Herod, seeing that he was fooled by the Magi, became exceedingly angry And he sent and destroyed all the children in Bethlehem and in all the nearby regions who were two years old and younger, according to the time which he had determined precisely from the Magi. Matthew 2.16. Herod. 
Let me share some uh, words from uh, another pastor, Pastor Borkhart. He described, he says, the Magi had shown up in Jerusalem looking for the king of the Jews. And the king they were following by the star wasn't King Herod, who was the king of the Jews. Herod wanted to kill Jesus. Awkward. So Herod did what the ancient kings do. He tried to eliminate all of his enemies. He wanted to kill Jesus. On this last Thursday, the church celebrated the holy innocents and martyrs. In our men's group, we read about St. Stephen being martyred. We know that the children murdered in Bethlehem and those who died like Stephen, proclaiming Christ and him crucified, were innocent. Very sad. And the children in Bethlehem, they didn't do anything to Herod. They were truly innocent. They were simply in the wrong place at the wrong time. That is to say they were in between Herod's hatred of the Magi and his desire to kill baby Jesus. You see, sin, evil, Death, pain, suffering, cancer, and the death of innocence is all because of sin. The world is evil. It's an evil place. It's a place where the devil rules. It's awful. It's terrible. And all that you and I can do is look to the heavens sometime and say, God, where are you in all of this? You know, I've said, I wouldn't do it that way. Where is God in all this? And these martyrs in Nigeria and these, this, this rabbi's home and, and the people that are just being beaten and stomped in and around the area of, uh, in Minnesota. Where is he in all this? Anyone? Where is he? <clears throat> well, he... Our Abba, our Father, our Papa, Daddy, He's there in the darkest places. He sees the evil in this world. He feels it. And it hurts Him 
when his people hurt. It hurts him when you hurt, when I hurt. We can ask, well, why doesn't he act? Where are you? Not to tell you, he does. He did. And he will. God sent his son to save those little children. Jesus came to take upon himself all of the evil in this world. He took upon himself your sin, my sin, and its consequences in your life and in my life. He came here to take upon himself the evil that has been done to you and all the bad that is in your world right now in the past and in the future, in his suffering death and resurrection, he made it good. Let me say it again. In his suffering and in his death and his resurrection, he made it good. He works things out for you and for me. Now, you may not see it. You may not see it work out in this life. You may not even be able to fathom such painful hurt could be used for good, ever. But in God, in Christ, Here's the thing. He's better at being God than you are. He's better at being God than me. And when I say, I wouldn't do that, and I wouldn't do it that way, he, I can kind of hear him saying, that's, that's cause, and that's why you're not God, kid. He works all things out for good. He is God, and that's in his job description. Make all things new. So those children that died for the one who would grow up and die for all, he died for them just as much as he died for you and for me. And one day, this is a promise. What promises does God, our Father, Abba, Papa, Daddy keep? Every one of them. One day, you will stand before him, and you will also see all those little kids around the house, and all those little babies. You'll see them. You know, their crowns may not fit, <laughs> but you won't miss them. You won't miss them. You'll know who they are because God didn't miss them. He knew who they are. He knows who they are and he has them gathered. And he hasn't missed you either. 
He has you in the scars in his hands and his feet made by those nails. He has you there. And you will see, and I will see all the good that he's worked in our lives. And all the times that he worked through and in the evils that befell you. You will see that your accidents weren't accidents. Anyone lock their keys in their house this morning? You will see that your failures and your pain weren't without God's good in them. You will see that he turns it all good. Yes, even that. He used them to save you in his cross. Merry Christmas. In the name of Jesus. Amen.